What is up, fellow bench warmers? Welcome to your daily fantasy quick. Welcome back, guys, to another quickie. We apologize. We didn't have a quickie yesterday because I'm feeling well. But today, we are back uh, in lots of interesting lineups today, fielded in by different teams. Uh, of course, I'm your host, JJT, with our Komish, Komish Eric. Yeah. So, Komish, this is the, I guess this is the start. I mean, we started a few, I guess, last week, but... The crazier, the closer it gets to the end, the crazier it gets. And it's April Fools in the states, so I guess it's just expected that it's gonna be foolish. Slate uh, today, uh, foolish set of games. In yeah. other words, um, imagine Detroit played some of their starters for what a few minutes and then sat them. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Managers are annoyed by it. No excuse for that. I mean, uh, well, there yeah, is an excuse. It's April Fools. Well, I, I know, <laughs> I know, Dwayne Casey and the coaching staff and management of Detroit do not care about our fantasy seasons and everything. But uh, it's obvious that they they were looking at OKC's lineup and probably they saw Poku out. This Poku was out also with an illness, by the way. Yeah. So maybe they said <laughs> we can't lose here if we, we let Cade and Sadiq and Isaiah Stewart play. So okay, <laughs> let's let's let the other guys let's let the other guys just play. They they, they rested Olinik. They rested. That's the they point. Did. They rested Olinik. So why will not why will they not just add Sadiq and Cade into the mix, right? right. I mean. On the, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I would. I would have gotten it if. I mean, I would have understood it if they just rested, KD yeah. and Sadiq yeah. and then played Olinik. But I guess Olinik is older. Uh, although many probably added Olinik because of the Marvin Bagley injury. Yep. Well, yep. I guess you know this is not the year for Kelly Olinik. I I think he's fooled us so many times this year, this season. Uh, without anything to show for it, really. But again, I think this is you have now. We have to really nitpick every game. What the risk factor of the game? Detroit versus OKC. When you look at it, it's oh, battle of the dancing teams. We we like it. It's like gonna be no defense. But actually, when you see a game like that, you have to think twice because both teams really do not want to win. So they would rest as much as as much players as they can. And Right now, we are not even into the second-string players. We're even into the G League players already. The yeah. 15th, 13th, 14th men. And actually, if you look at it, the Pistons and the Thunder are just separated by two wins. That's why this is very important. Uh, the wins from the started, bottom, right? Yes. 22 wins for the Thunder before today. 20 for Detroit. So I guess Detroit, it was, it's going to be tough. If they beat the Thunder, they'll be 21. That's be too close for comfort. Right now, Right now, they they have the top three pick. They have at least a, a, a good chance with the top three pick. If they fall to the fourth or the fifth, ah, that will be their tanking will be uh, a disaster. Yeah. A disaster. Go to waste. Uh, another team who also rested some of its guys is the San Antonio Spurs uh, because they are well, slowly getting into that. 
<laughs> play in which no they didn't rest their players uh, the John Tay actually had an illness he had an illness yeah he had an illness, illness right <laughs> illness. I, mean, I mean like Jeremy Jeremy yesterday said he had an illness but I think he just went out yeah me too I had to rest <laughs> rest I joined the rest bandwagon but um, yeah San Antonio did they no, win no, no, today? No. I, I, they won they won I think I think that was a real illness because They were against Portland. And I told you, even if they rested John Tate, they would have still won by a big margin, which they did. They won by 21 points. So they had to rest probably their whole top 10 guys to, to lose to Portland. And they have another game versus Portland, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> their next game is against Portland. Uh, so Lakers fans, not looking good. Well, one, one Laker who pulled, tried to pull off... Uh, An April Fool's joke is LeBron James who said he's sitting out the rest of the season. Well, it looks like he might sit out the rest of the season at this point. They lost once again to the New Orleans yeah. Pelicans in a very crucial and important game. Uh, this moved the Pelicans closer to that play-in, securing that play-in. But I think they're, what, three, two games ahead already of the 10th seed. I think uh, the Pelicans are mo- almost sure of the ninth seed. Yeah. So it's really it's really the Lakers versus the Spurs. That's and, but that's what you know it boils down to. And it didn't help, of course, that uh, the Spurs won today. And it, it doesn't help. help the Lakers. It doesn't help that they have the tiebreaker also. So yeah. they're one game ahead. Since they have the tiebreaker, they're basically two games ahead of the Lakers. Yeah. Meaning the Lakers need to win two more games than them the rest of the way. And two out again, of four, right? Is it four? Two out of five, right? No, no, they don't. They, it's not like they have to win. The, they have. They hope. They should. The, they hope that they win two games and then San Antonio loses a bunch of games. No, no, no. they have to win two more than San Antonio from this. Point oh yeah, yeah, forward. two more, two more. And and uh, San Antonio has, as I said, that's Portland coming up. So that that's a sure win. So then they have to win three. Of their remaining games, and they have we look at an easier schedule. They, they, we have seen their schedule. They have the Nuggets twice. They do have OKC. They have Utah. They have Golden State. So I don't see three games there. I don't see three games. You can give me OKC. You can give me one of the Denver games. I don't know Golden State maybe. Maybe Golden State. Uh, will, will will they help uh, LeBron? Denver. Denver. I think they can win that if you know Denver decides to rest some of these. Some of their guys, but uh, I doubt. But but they've built a nice cushion over the uh, Timberwolves for that six spot. So uh, no, they lost today to the Wolves. Yeah, but they're I close. think they're still two games ahead. Isn't I think they're close. They... They're close. Oh. And they're they're close right now. All right, so it looks like they're gonna be neck and neck versus the Timberwolves. So no rest for them. But yeah, the bottom line is the Lakers are slowly getting to that point where they might, they would not make it to the play-in and that would mean that, you know, some of these guys might just call it a season for, I mean, Anthony Davis returned today. There. Yeah. So, congrats still to lost. the owners who still stashed him. No, congrats to the owners who stashed him all the way till now. But I guess you're out. <laughs> so, so the season's over. But no, he looked we, good. He looked good. Did he? Yeah, he almost had a triple double. He looked okay. He looked okay. I think he's he looked okay. But he looked slow. He looked. 
well, a little that's out how of he, shape. That's how he looked for the whole season. I mean, out of shape, Anthony Davis got 20-something points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, he, he looked good. And I think he's showing us a pick me next season. You know? <laughs> Believe in me. Believe in me. So, uh, yeah. You know, you know, I guess the biggest question now is because uh, there are some... I, I'm in some playoff games this week, semifinals, and then uh, the other half of the league I'm in, uh, one of the teams got Anthony Davis as well. Uh, pick up Anthony Davis. It's an 18-team league, so that's a crucial oh. add. Yeah. Because in an 18-team league, it's going to be hard to stream players, right? I couldn't really find anyone to stream. So I've been thinking if I want that Anthony Davis team to make it, or the other team, which has Joel Embiid to make it. Uh, so I, I, the other I, team has Anthony Davis and LeBron. Yeah, that, that, I, I think you would not want to face them given that they, they are fighting, fighting for their lives. Yeah, right? Uh, fighting for their lives. Yeah, I forgot so. who told me that he picked up Anthony Davis. Is it Luigi Custodio? I, don't, I forgot. Or who had, I think, Jokic and Embiid in his team and then he added, he was able to pick up Anthony Davis in, and he's in the semis or in the finals. So good luck to his opponents also. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, well, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big, Advantage because they don't have game. a back to back, so I think they no, no more back to back could could play the next game already. Uh, yeah. so let's see, that could be a game changer of a move this late. You know, we've been talking about players resting. Uh, I'm kind of sure you know, Anthony Davis would not be resting anymore. Uh, LeBron might, depending on the ankle, I guess. Uh, but depending, depending, yes, yeah, it, depending it, it on the ankle, work. but. Uh, the chances of him doing that, if he feels like he still can go, he'll he'll probably go and try to make that play. And so far, it's a season of rest, but it's also a season of returnings. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. I mean, this year, uh, like we've been complaining about rest, but some of these guys returning, Paul George, Chris Paul, Adi Davis, these are big players, uh, major players returning at the end of the week. And from the fantasy perspective, they could be game changers, right? They're, they're really game changers if you're still alive. Yeah, the Chris Paul one was a game changer. Paul George, I guess, uh, he, he played two good games, so he could have been a game changer also. Yeah. But I'm sure the Chris Paul one was a game changer because he was picked up. Yeah. He was picked up and he, was, he came back earlier. He didn't come, come back week 23 or week 24. So he came back when, when a majority of seasons are still in the finals or in the semi so he was a big one and then now the fourth guy Gordon Hayward but I don't think Gordon Hayward would have a same impact as his three he's coming back tomorrow but uh, his injuries uh, first of all first off is uh, lower part of the body leg or, or knee and then uh, the Hornets have nothing to play for number two except to get him you know in shape so I, I don't think he's gonna be that impactful but uh, he will affect some of the Hornets there a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little uh, bit. He he could be one of the better streams. I think managers would just wait and see what how he does tomorrow. I, I don't and, like him as a stream. With given well, how in deeper leagues, like I'm in an 18 team, um, there's really not yeah. much to get there. So yes. if he's available, he's gonna be available to stream. I'll watch and see what he does tomorrow, and then if he looks good, 
I might stream him in the next game, right? So I agree. I if agree. you're in a deep league, but if you're in a 14 team league, there's a lot more value in a lot of players. Uh, we will be able to talk about later. Uh, Steph Curry ruled out for the rest of the regular season. Well, nothing surprising there. Um, everyone expected him to be out, maybe until the end of the regular season. Uh, ben Simmons. I'll just wait for Steph Curry. Uh, how do you now that it's over? What is he a bust or not? Because I put him his his totals and averages. He's top seven. He's seventh in total seventh in averages. Whether Yahoo or in hashtag, whatever rankings, he's seventh. Would you consider this season a bust for him? Uh, not really As a bust, but a little disappointing. Oh, not yeah. a bust. Not to, a total bust. Uh, just I disappointing. Just, <laughs> so just, I put him as a bust. If you look at it, he he. He's had great numbers this year, but the I'm not sure if owners can you know would also say the same thing. But for me personally, my experience of uh, having Steph Curry in my teams is that he misses the most important games in fantasy. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, I just feel like you know the games that I wanted him to play, he just decides to rest or you know get injured or whatever. Uh, so that's and, the annoying part. And nothing more important to the fantasy playoffs, right? And that's he missed basically the whole fantasy playoffs. So yeah. I guess I, I was just irritated because uh, right now I'm in the finals and I'm in battle of my life for threes and points. And, and right? my I mean, first last, is out. Last week, Steph. I got eliminated because of that. I mean, I didn't have Steph. Uh, the threes were close. Uh, I mean, the points were close. Um, it could have been a different story if I had Steph. Um, but yeah, and this week I'm in a semis where in that that 18 team, and my topic there was Steph, and he's out for the rest of the season. So hopefully I still get to survive. I guess I guess this is a better question to you. Would you consider Steph Curry an injury prone player during drafts? Because there are players that you know you put in the injury prone like MBE and everything Steph has not really been considered that do you consider him together with AD and B this guys as I guess not not together with AD I think AD is just on a different level I mean <laughs> yeah that, but, but I want you to consider how many games Steph has missed in the past four or five seasons right uh uh, I think it's time to consider him as an injury-prone player in the AD level, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's closer to the Embiid level. Embiid this year has shown that he can stay healthy. He can stay, you know, he's closer to that, but you still think about him as a player who might uh, get injured. It's not like AD. AD, is, there's this mentality or psychological effect we're in. If you look at AD... You would always think he's gonna be injured. Yeah. You, you know, you already expect him. In fact, he's being, you know, he's going down the draft board just because of that. And um, Embiid, at least this year, helped us, you know, remove that stigma of him being a very injury prone He's still gonna be considered an injury prone player, but at least this year he played a lot more games, um, played really well. And move past a lot of fantasy 
players as well in the in the draft. So, I'm pretty sure next year he's gonna go higher than yeah. where he went this year. So you put Curry with the MVP level, and I guess AD is with the Miles Turner Brogdon yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. but, but all of a higher guys, a higher ceiling, Miles Brogdon. Uh, I mean Miles Turner, uh, Brogdon or Gordon Hayward. He's yeah. on a like higher level. I think next year AD goes second round. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, second round. Drops but, but Jimmy Butler, don't forget Jimmy Butler. But these guys, these oh, where guys, do you put Jimmy Butler? I would put Butler with Steph, Butler, Steph, and AD. Actually, for me, are the same. Uh, I've been thinking about it. Last year was the only season I think Steph was mainly healthy. Previous to that, he he played five games, and then before that, he was also injured. So. He kind of is injury prone, regardless if it was a fluke injury this time. AD's was also a fluke injury. Uh, yeah. I mean, part of it was fluke injury. A lot of fluke injuries. So, um, yeah, I think I'll put them I, all. I, I think together. injury, there's really some bad luck involved when you get injured. But there's just some players that are so, um, they, they are an injury magnet, right? Uh, That's AD. Right? That's, That's AD. Um, and... If you know if they get injured, it's a string of injuries. Like AD this year, how many injuries did he have? <laughs> Not just one, right? I mean, Steph had probably a couple uh, different injuries, but AD he's got a lot and he played through a lot as well. So I think that's where the difference is between those those guys. And uh, for Butler, I think he's just old. I think. I think, yeah, you're right. Butler and Steph, I think they're just more cautious uh, no. about these guys as well. No, I, mean, I, guess... I think the injuries, I think for Butler, I think he can he could have played through some of the injuries. But Miami just felt like, you know, let's not let's just let's not risk it. Just rest it and just be hundred percent healthy. No, I guess what is important here is not to do not draft these players. Uh just for our listeners, it's a, a, a way of you, if you lump them together, this group, I add Paul George to this group also, by the way. Uh, yeah. If you add these players, like some of them are first rounders, some of them are second rounders, some of them are third, some of them are fourth. As much as possible, pick just one of them in your first four yeah, or five yeah. that, that is That is my lesson to them. Uh, do not lump them together as in like go Steph and AD, let's say, for one and two. Like as we said, AD might go to the second round. So, okay, I'll go Steph and AD. That, that's very risky and that's something I would not recommend uh, if you want to live longer. <laughs> and, then, and then don't combine them with the lower tier injury prone guy. Brogdon, Miles Turner, Kristaps, Gordon Hayward, those guys. Don't, yeah. you know, if you've got the top level players as such, uh, don't go for those players already in the lower. I mean, I think for me, if I get let's say AB in let's say a second round, I'll probably pass up on Brogdon on third year. Yeah. Even stop. if the value looks nice, right? Even if the value yeah. looks nice, I'll yeah. probably just find someone who's a little more reliable. And Paul George is another one. I was just about to ask if Paul George is on the same level. Yes, he um, is. And, and yeah. I think you can also add on Kawhi there. I think Kawhi next year would be categorized in the same level as um, yes. Steph, Jimmy Butler, for sure. I mean, Kawhi is probably the most cautious 
player in the league when it comes yes. to injury. Yes. And he is the what the father of all load management. Kawhi, Kawhi next season would be like KD last season. I don't think he's going to get injured, but there would be injuries here and there. He's coming off a long day off. So it, he's going to take time for him to be his old self, maybe one whole season for him to you get You think he plays game. on the playoffs? I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Given that Paul George looks so good, yeah. I mean, if he plays, no, no one can say how far they can go. I mean, yeah, it, it, there's a chance. There's a chance. They are looking like a dangerous team, and um, they don't if, even they even don't have Norm Powell yet. If they win that seventh, eighth seed match against Minnesota, let's say they go seventh, they can beat Memphis. Phoenix is tough. Phoenix is tough because of the experience of Phoenix. But Memphis versus a full Clippers team with Paul George and Kawhi, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. And Memphis, I think, is peaking too early, a little too early. I'm yes. not saying, you know, they shouldn't be winning these games, but uh, there's such a thing where in, you know, you're peaking a little too early. And usually, if you look at uh, champion teams, they peak just at the right time. Somewhere in the middle of the playoffs, they play their, their best. Um, like, you know, Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee's another team yeah. who is uh, like that. And Memphis might be a little, peaking a little too early. Anyway, we'll talk about more, more about the playoffs. Maybe once the season ends, uh, we'll, we'll look into some of the predictions. But who are good ads here? Um, which we'll, team? <clears throat> we'll talk some some teams, no? Like Orlando is a new team to talk about. Franz Wagner got hurt with a sprained ankle today. Yeah. Played one minute. So I don't think we'll see him for a while. Markel and- Fultz? I put quotes yeah. there. He's been playing well. 14, 5 and 14.5 versus 3 steals the past 4 games. Yeah. So, Fultz is... And I don't even know if Wendell Carter is coming back. Exactly. Yeah, Wendell Carter. So, Okiki and Mo Wagner will still be there. If you need 3s and you're in the 18-20 team league as Jeremy say, Ignas, but can't pronounce his name, Brzezkis or something. He he played 20-something minutes. He had 3 three-pointers. If Wagner is out, He's a shooter, basically a three-point shooter. So if that's what you're looking for the next two games, two days, you know, of the week, you know, you could you could go to him. So Orlando is one one team. Okay, he does a bit annoying to own. Uh, he's struggling. Yeah, he's been struggling. Struggling so much. Uh, the field goal's been bad, and the defensive stuffs aren't as good as when he played really well in the middle of the season. I guess OKC is another team that's going to be. Uh, free agent haven by fantasy managers uh, today Lindy Waters showed up yeah Lindy Waters but we know Lindy Waters we've been talking about him for a while Olivier uh, Sar yeah Olivier Sar people know him Jalen Horde is a new name yeah. Jalen Horde 11 points 20 rebounds 2 blocks he was signed hours before this game <laughs> he was signed hours before this game and uh, he he's from the G League from the G League and then he started and he did this. Uh, if Poku comes back, you know, you can disregard board. But if Poku misses the next game, maybe, maybe he, he, he does this again. He was, he, I guess he's going to cost OKC a draft pick with the way he played today. <laughs> was too but good it's just the first team. game. I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, the team they were against didn't even know him. <laughs> so that's why he. Get, yeah, I mean he that's how that's. I mean no one really know, knew him. Yeah. Who's this guy and why is he playing? Right. 
I mean, why is he playing for OKC? I mean, usually that what's happened. That's what happens if uh, you're new to a certain team and to your opponents. They don't know how to guard you. No scouting reports, right? Uh, the, 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 or, the order there is uh, Maledon, of course, and then Waters, and then Sar and Gretzky. Those are the guys yeah. in order. Um, Detroit, like Detroit. you said, tanked today. Killian. Um, Killian so they did not play... Well, they played Cade. They played Bay for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, players like Killian Hayes and Isaiah Livers were the beneficiaries here. Even Kelly Olinik, who I'm sure was added by a lot of managers after yesterday's injury to Baghdad. When I saw he was out, I, I I was really nervous because I was planning to add him in the finals. But I did not. So I I, I checked and rechecked. I was so happy that so relieved that I did not add him. But yeah, uh, Sabin, Livers, Killian is number one. And then Sabian and uh, Livers are two players you can consider. For, from Detroit. Yeah. Um, who else are... Which teams are usually... Portland. Portland. Yeah, Portland. There's, there's, Portland now has a lot more players. They have 10 or 11 or 12 players. There's new guys there. Uh, Reggie Perry. Uh, I remember this guy watching him in a national team of the US in the youth division. He's called Refrigerator Reggie Perry because he's really big. He yeah. got a double-double today with some blocks. So check him out. Greg Brown, starting for Trenton Watford. He can shoot threes as a big man, five three-pointers. So these are the new names. The other names we'll not talk about anymore. You guys know been them talking about now. them, yes. Yeah, we don't, you guys know them already. Uh, Houston. Is Houston a possible uh, destination? Yeah, Usman, or, uh, Garuba. Garuba and Bruno, but we've talked about Bruno. Garuba today got a lot of rebounds and some blocks, so can also consider no points so just check which category at this point it's really about the categories that you need yeah uh, right yeah. uh yeah so yeah pretty much those are indiana indiana. indiana 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 what are the chances they rest halliburton no no chance no chance or so of course because halliburton is be playing well i mean we don't talk about halliburton because we don't want to jinx it <laughs> but, but they've been losing so it's okay all the big news is all came back so I didn't expect him to come back. He came back. I hope he plays in the next game. I think every game will And, and I say Jackson came back. Yeah, but but I don't think Jackson at this point will get enough games left to really get his game going. But it depends. It still depends. Goga is always questionable. O'Shea could be questionable. He's good. So so Indiana, basically, whoever plays there would be the stream. So it's tough. It's a tough team to target because we don't know who will play. Yeah, another team that might start, you know, uh, resting like they did today is Memphis. Memphis, yeah. Uh, Memphis. So they didn't play Bain. They didn't play, of course, uh, Dylan Brooks Adams. was the usage king once again. Uh, took 28 shots today. Um, and what? How many did he score? 27, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. So uh, if you add, if you ask me who are the better streams, Dillon might be rested also. I mean, they yeah. might alternate rest. So Kyle Anderson, I think, is a guy that uh, is probably safer, I think, in terms of rest. Zaire. Zaire Williams. Zaire. Zaire is basically points and threes, though. So I like Kyle over Zaire, but both are good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Clippers also rested their guys. Uh, not sure if they're going to do that Rocco. in the next game. But Ruffle. I think the Clippers have a good enough second unit to win some games as well. So they've uh, 
Robert Covington and Amir Coffee. These guys played really well some part this season. So, yeah, Coffee had what, 30 something points? 32 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Then Covington, 40, 41, 11 Imagine that. Covington. 11 threes. And uh, our friend Joey Villar said that uh, he owned Covington and Killian Hayes in his finals matchup and he's celebrating it. Celebrating and uh, thanking his lucky stars because I think he won it. Right. I mean, from Covington and Killian, that was a total of 60, 63 points. And I think around 14, 15 threes. So <laughs> crazy. crazy. Crazy season. Sacramento is another team. Sacramento. Tanking. Uh, of Damian. course, we talked about uh, Damian Jones with six blocks, 17 points, 17 rebounds, and six blocks today. A massive line. Fantasy wise, Davion yeah, did not play well today. Yeah, but he still had, I think, 12 and 10 or something, 11 assists. He didn't shoot well. He didn't yeah, shoot he well. He turned the ball Dante, over a lot. I think he had seven yeah. turnovers. Dante, Dante was a guy who played well today. Uh, Dante yeah. Vincenzo. So those guys are, that is why when you ask me about Gordon Hayward as a stream, unless, you know, these guys are not available anymore, I'm not really that high on him. I would prefer even Dindy Waters over him at this point. So, 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 lots of good uh, new players to target for your fantasy teams. Yeah, Milwaukee is another team who rested their guys. Um, yeah. And, of course, when they, the starters rest, it's Conaton, it's... Um, who else are those guys? Conaton, uh, Bobby Portis. Portis. Uh, Chances are they're not going to be available. The only guy who could be available, just in case next week some of these guys rest as well, Jordan Nora is the guy probably is going to yeah. be available in your waiver wire. Um, or Ibaka, maybe. Yeah. Serge Ibaka could be available. So, uh, of course, Portis would not be available. I'm, I don't think he was dropped in a plane. He could have leagues. been. He could have been. Uh, because he was so bad. He, he's probably dropped in some leagues. But yeah. Uh, again, we don't know when the rest will come. I don't think this would be a regular thing for Milwaukee, except if it's a back to back. This was a back to back. So, and Clippers and Milwaukee are. And both they had an up. overtime game yesterday. So. Yes, yes. We talked about that in our courtside DFS. And yeah, we, we saw the rest coming. Yeah. We saw the rest coming. So, yeah, those are some of the waiver. Well, it's a crazy season at this point. So, uh, there's really no definite ads or, or pickups that's going to guarantee you. Uh, a good category. That's why, like I said, that's why the daily today setting is perfect for playoffs. I mean, the daily tomorrow would have, you know, it's so hard to add players at this point unless they're you know, they're the sure thing. So, so yeah, there you go. That's that's our uh, daily fantasy quickie for today. Hope we made up for yesterday's missed episode. But yeah, good luck for the rest of the week and have a good Sunday, guys. Bye.